The Production Expert Podcast is brought to you with the kind support of Arturia, Avid, Source Elements, and RSPE Audio Solutions. Welcome to the Production Expert Podcast. I'm Julian Rogers, and in this week's edition, I'm joined by Matt Lang and Greg Chin of Avid. We're going to be talking about Avid's new monthly content program, Sonic Drop. Um, welcome, gentlemen. Thanks for having us. <laughs> Pleasure. Uh, fantastic. We, we should begin with some sort of a uh, little bit of introduction and backstory. Matt, can I turn to you first? For people who might be unfamiliar with you and your work, can you just give us a little bit of uh, backstory? Tell us about yourselves. Um, your your direct association, as I understand it, with Avid is relatively new. Um, what what were you doing previously, and uh, and how have you come to be uh, involved in Sonic Drop? Yeah. So. Um Previous to coming on full-time at Avid, which only happened this past October, uh, I've been, I previously was a self-employed artist, producer, composer, what have you, for the last 15 years. And I had a relationship with Avid dating back to, I think, 2015 or 2016, um, something around there. And uh, just as an artist, because at the time I was DJing a lot and I was traveling, just doing, uh, playing a lot of techno and very few people, if maybe I could count on, you know, one hand actually used Pro Tools and electronic music for the kind of thing I was doing. Mm-hmm. So the the nature of uh, me being involved in Pro Tools and just having some mutual friends, I was connected to Avid. And pretty soon after, we were working together in various capacities from uh, just like doing presentations at conventions and uh, and then Dolby Atmos was a big thing too. And I'd been involved in the early, the Muse Dolby Atmos project, which was putting Atmos into nightclubs. And so kind of all those things were a perfect storm. And so I ended up having this relationship with both uh, Avid and you know, particularly Greg in particular, who became, you know, a dear, dear friend along the road. And um, then, I mean, for me personally, when the pandemic hit, you know, it just devastated the live music industry. Mm. And uh, <laughs> I called Greg, I was like, dude, I need a job. What do you got? And uh, a year later, it turned into uh, a dream come true. Fantastic, fantastic. So, I mean, I, I I can see there's definitely um, common ground between between you and Greg because uh, um, you're both familiar with uh, with synthesizers. <laughs> uh, Greg, um, uh, you've been with Avid uh, some time. Um, can you uh, do something similar? Tell us about your journey from you know where you started to where you are now. Sure, yeah, happy to. Well, but, but before I do that, I'll just uh, quickly uh, state that Matt's being extremely humble. Uh, he you know, his talent. Uh, he's still a musician, obviously. That's not anything that's gone away. But uh, we we have been wanting to work with Matt in a, in a deeper capacity uh, for some time. So the opportunity presented itself. You know, so at least I think one good thing came out of the pandemic, which was uh, us finally being able to grab Matt and and bring him aboard. And uh, so that's been amazing. So Matt's being extremely humble mm. when, he, when he stated that he called us. I think we, <laughs> we called each other. So uh, just to, <laughs> well, just to make sure I stay. And- Either way, it was uh, very mutually <laughs> beneficial. Yeah, mutually beneficial, serendipitous, what do you even call it? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah, serendipitous uh, is a better word. Yeah, that's one of my favorite words. Uh, so I've been with Avid uh, now going on 17 years, which, which is uh, kind of embarrassing because I think it kind of ages me a little bit. Um, like Matt, um, I am, you know, I spent a lot of time uh, crafting my my music career as, a, as an electronic music producer and DJ remixer i still do that and i I say it i do it full time but it's a little bit less full time than it used to be uh and i joined avid um in 2006 
as uh, one of the last Digidesign employees ever hired. Oh, when remember I was hired them? As a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so remember those guys? So I was hired as the, as the uh, LE product specialist. I had no idea what any of that meant outside of uh, I'd fallen in love with Pro Tools after being very vocal against it um, after really some uh, experiences that I, I had with it uh, kind of early on. Uh, as an electronic musician and felt that it sounded great but really wasn't for me as a, as a musician uh that all changed mm. uh around the time of Pro Tools 7 fell in love with it and you know was it became connected with uh with the company um in the last couple of years i've uh my role has changed uh, so i've gone from the from being you know uh, working with the product specialist team managing that team uh in some capacity and then came over on the product side which is something that i'd always been really interested in and as we uh, really started talking about uh, moving forward with what do we want to do as a company and with Pro Tools uh, in particular, with music creation, I kind of raised my hand and said, I have some ideas that I've been trying to you know, really kind of <laughs> put out there for, 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 for years. And it was, a, a, it was a perfect time to do so. So mm. um, I, I'm now, uh, you know, uh, I always forget my title. It has something to do with director of product management for music creation ecosystem. Uh, I call myself the janitor, which I think is more fitting. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's been going on 17 years and uh, it's a very exciting time to be here right now. Pro Tools 2023.3. 20, um, there's there's some interesting things in there, um, which uh, we we um, have plenty of information about uh, on Production Expert. But something that we thought credited perhaps a little extra um, uh, attention uh, is Sonic Drop, which is which is something that's that's new, and uh, certainly I, I was intrigued to to hear about. Um, rather than me explain it, I think I'm probably the least qualified person uh, in the room to explain it. So. Um, what is it, <laughs> uh, and uh, and kind of what can we expect to see over the over the coming uh, you know, coming months? Um, Sonic Drop. I, I'll actually turn it to Matt to kind of fully you know, give the full description. But really, it is a uh, uh, Sonic Drop is a is a and it's very important and essential part of our strategy uh, and vision for music creation. So one of the things we really want to make sure we do, um, you know, Pro Tools for us is kind of the center of a creative universe. But we want to make sure that there are other pieces of that that Pro Tools really hasn't had uh, either attached to it or created for and around it. Um, one of those things is as we think about newer users and how uh, how users are kind of uh, approaching music creation. There are all these different ways. It's not just plugging in a, a, a microphone and, and you know strumming a guitar. There's all these different ways. So loops, you know, uh, audio content, uh, one shots, MIDI, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We want to kind of uh, approach all of it. So Sonic Drop is one of the ways that we want to uh, approach that and provide you know really great content, audio content that's curated. We build it in house, and then we also work with partners as well uh, and hand that to our subscribers uh, and to our users. So that's that's the general idea. And with that, I'll I'll turn it over to Matt, who made a visionary uh, behind it. Yeah. So Sonic Drop has basically been. Uh... You could say my main project ever since I came on board at Avid. And what it is in a nutshell is it's a content release program on a monthly cadence where every month we deliver to you uh, a new collection of uh, tools. And that could be samples, that could be instruments. It could be basically anything to inspire you and your productions and your creativity. And the fun thing for me is because uh, ultimately I'm I'm writing this and I, I have a very uh, 
specific taste, I suppose, when it comes to sound, is that I uh, I love I love the uh, the power I have over choosing actually what people are going to use and also being a bit unique about it because anyone can go to Splice or any other you know sample website and they can get you know everything under the sun. So instead of trying to actually really compete with that or even um, be duplicitous with it, I I want to do things that are pretty much unique and something that you can't have for the most part over anything else. So for instance, uh, one of the packs we launched with is a collaboration with Eventide and it's called the H90 Drums. And it's basically essentially taking a bunch of drum machines, uh, lots of the electron stuff, but also some modular synthesizers and uh, even some classic things like 808s and 909s, but running them all through the Eventide H90. And the H90 is, you know, just this incredible, incredible processor that, you know, far extends beyond guitars. I mean, this is all percussion being thrown through it. Mm. And fortunately, um, Eventide was very keen to uh, to work on it with us. So that was a great thing. And something in general that I really want to do with this program is collaborate with as many third-party companies as possible. Because, A, I, I, I've always been of the mindset, all ships rise with the water. So let's, you know... Let's do things together that are cool, that are unique. And so far, everyone I've spoken to about it wants to be involved, which is, you know, very exciting. So that is something that is going to be exclusive to us that I don't really see happening for the most part anywhere else. But then we have some more out of the box things like uh, during Halloween, I bought a bunch of pumpkins, uh, donned a scream mask and then uh, brutally murdered them, basically. <laughs> and <laughs> but uh, and there's there's a video of this online. You can look it up. And it's quite a sight, but I recorded everything, of course, in the process and also carving a pumpkin and, you know, super close biked with like a, uh, what was it? A, a 184 into a 1176, like crunched as hard as possible. And so like the sounds are so visceral. Mm. And, uh, then I, I turned those then into a bunch of loops and rhythmic patterns. And even like the way, uh, I think it was like dropping pumpkin seeds out of my hand directly into the cavern of the pumpkin then became because it was like this really like it was percussive but squishy but you know had some like granularity to it so you know things like that could be turned into shaker loops and you know taking these found sounds and you know kind of unique recorded experiences but then basically then you know transposing that to something that's more uh musical i suppose so Mm -hmm. yeah i think a big i did it also with like a bunch of like kitchen thing like banging pots and pans and you know garlic presses and veggie peelers and stuff like that so i really for the most part i want to offer unique and inspiring sounds and beyond that we're also documenting you know how the thing is made and there's Mm -hmm. always a blog and talking about you know the thought process and and frankly why why would you do this silly thing and the whole point aside from giving people you know here's like some really cool exciting sounds to try or you know at least they're unique it's going to be different than anything else you can find out there I want to inspire people to do it themselves. Like the whole thing is like, you don't need, you know, you, you don't need a lot of expensive gear or, you know, crazy microphones. I mean, frankly, you can do it with your iPhone. And mm. even just a couple of weeks ago, I was up in San Jose teaching a Grammy camp workshop and outside of it was the street fair. And, uh, there was this African percussive, uh, ensemble outside and it was amazing. You know, they were like, it was seven of them and, you know, really going to town on, you know, all the traditional drums. And I, so I walked out there and it was a crowded street fair. And I just literally on my phone, just recorded 10 seconds of them playing, took it back in and just, you know, cut it up, you know, time corrected it and made it into a loop and then and gave it to the kids I was teaching at the time. I was like, all right, here you have this live drum loop that, you know, given it's been edited. So, you know, and it's in a specific BPM, so it's not super challenging to work with. 
but now that you have something like this, like just go to town and see, see what you're going to do. Like this is again, like I've always, I'm personally usually more inspired by, by sounds that I find actually in the real world. And, uh, like, don't get me wrong. I, I, I love a drum machine, but I, I, I like it when it's morphed with something that is physical and something that has a space to it and a, a texture. Whereas, you know, a lot of synthetic stuff is, you know, very clean and that's great for certain things. But the sounds that I always get most inspired by is, you know, that, that hybrid of basically, you know, you have that natural, that crunch and that texture and that, that depth of sound that is then, you know, basically you take that and you put it in the world of something that's hyper edited and you have this unique texture that really just people can't really, you can't really tell like, did that, did that come from a pumpkin or is this mm. like, what, what is this? What is this world? And so I've always been drawn towards, you know, this like hybrid, almost, you know, alien world that it is, it is rooted in tradition, but it is anything but traditional. Ever wondered what it's like to mix an entire album for Kanye or layering vocals for Chris Brown? Join your hosts Cash and G every fortnight as we sit down with some of your favorite artists, producers, and engineers to talk everything music. Brought to you by Avid Pro Tools. That sounds great. That's, uh, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I'm intrigued actually by, by what you're saying, just because um, what I was what I was imagining coming in was um, wasn't wasn't exactly what you presented just then. Actually, I, what I like is that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is what I uh, this is what I took from it is that um, uh, you're encouraging people to focus in qualitatively on what they've got rather than it can be quite easy to be overwhelmed by by choice. Um, it's it's like uh, the difference between uh, between uh, everyone's experienced it trying to find something to watch on Netflix. You know, it's so much choice you've actually got no choice because you'll never actually get. To, but if you've got one thing to focus on and see where that leads, um, close curation, um, uh, detail, um, this that that I, that I find quite interesting. I've just uh, I was going to ask you about the pumpkins because I'd seen it on the list and I said what's that then? <laughs> but actually the idea of, you know, um taking something and exploiting it and taking it as far as you can. Um I can well imagine finding this, seeing this and, and and quite possibly not using any of those sounds at all, but being inspired to go off and do something similar myself using some other, you know, gourd or, or vegetable or yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever it might be. Um, I, yeah. That's the, that's the idea. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. It, it's great if you use the sounds that I give you, but I think in the bigger picture, it's better that you actually take the inspiration from that and you go and do your own thing. Mm. That, I mean, if you, know, if, if you find if you find well, if I find one sound um, that uh, that inspires and, and sparks something, then the other you know thousand sounds I, I didn't use really don't make any difference to anything. It's uh, what I suppose what I'm saying is um, uh, I'd rather have one good sound than uh, than you know a, an infinite number of of less less good sounds, shall we say? So yeah, oh, um, I, I promise you, there's there's certainly more than one. <laughs> well, I mean, I was um I I was checking out I was checking out some stuff just because um uh, I was uh, um you know due diligence and you know I mean I, it's 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 important for me uh, hosting to 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 do at least at least a little research on uh, on, on guests and uh, I was checking out some some uh, content from Isorhythm, which I thought was, was very impressive yeah. actually. Um, you do seem to be quite quite talented at at some basically 
inducing anxiety in the listener. <laughs> there was a couple of things that I found <laughs> which were which were really quite. I mean, there was a there was a like a bomb uh, countdown that I came across um, online. Oh that was, yeah, from uh, from Counter Strike, right? right yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. that and that was like yeah, that's exactly what I want to listen to when I'm sitting outside the dentist. You know what I mean? It's like wow, you mm-hmm. know. That's a, um, so absolutely, there's some there's some uh, inspiring stuff uh, that I've that I've come across. So you know, I'm 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 looking forward to hearing what's happening. Um, uh, we okay. Question um, uh, on the blog. We've been following the Avid Inner Circle program since it was introduced, uh, and we've we've got like uh, some some running articles that we that we that we update regularly. Um, I th- I thought I understood the point of difference between this and the Inner Circle um, uh, in that this is in house. Um, am I correct in that, or did I hear you say that there was like a third party element? Basically, um, what I'm saying is that while I can hear points of difference, there's there's kind of the similarity there. Is there a, a, a straightforward way to differentiate the two products or programs? Yeah, it's pretty simple. I think you, you actually stated it, uh, Julian. So uh, it it's in house. Uh, a slotting drop is is Matt. <laughs> so while there is collaboration with third parties. Uh, and Electron or whomever, and certainly have a continued and long and varied list. Um, these are things that are, are these are collaborations. So you know, the collaboration with the third parties happen in house uh, with Matt and and, uh, and the team. Where Inner Circle is really an opportunity. So this is all value based. It's all us being able to bring cool stuff to our users. Mm. Not you know. So but yeah, two two uh, two different paths. So. Whereas Sonic Drop is is uh, really an internal in-house thing, even though we collaborate with uh, some of our friends and partners, uh, Inner Circle is uh, sorry Sonic Drop. Inner Circle is specifically uh, third parties, uh, third you know partners who provide you know perpetual licenses of pieces of their products, um, you know that we use to uh, to to give and kind of reward our users. Mm. So those are very specific pieces of portfolio that, that currently exist, or maybe in some cases, uh, the partner might create something, but they all have a uh, you know specific and intrinsic value, uh, perpetual value to them, mm. whether it's sound effects. Now, the, yeah, so yeah, some of the crossover kind of I can see where there would be some questions. So yeah, there's there's uh, audio content, sound effects uh, as a part of the inner circle. Those collections come specifically from those partners, right? Mm. Whereas if, if if on the Sonic Drop side, Matt is going to be collaborating with a a, a partner or a company, um, you're going to collaborate, work on that together, and Matt is going to be the one who's really kind of crafting uh, the audio, uh, either through processing of the third party or using that gear, or, you know, piece of hardware or pieces of hardware to create. Uh, this content that Matt is I, I see, well. I see. So, so what you're saying is, although um, there might be something that has some input from a third party, everything goes through Matt, and um, it's uh, that's the uh, that's the uh, distinctive feature, shall we say, of of, of Sonic Drop. I mean, they're they're achieving they're achieving, <laughs> yeah. they're achieving a, a, a similar goal of kind of adding value, mm-hmm. and this is something that, of course, is important if uh, people are. Um, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's feeding the value of a subscription-based product, effectively. And uh, it's another string on that. Achoria has a wide selection of software effects, including three compressors, three filters, three preamps, and three delays you'll actually use. The latest release, three delays you'll actually use, includes Delay Tape 201, Delay Memory Brigade, and the unique and experimental Delay Eternity. 
A bundle of selected effects called the AudioFuse Creative Suite is included with all AudioFuse audio interfaces. Visit Autoria.com to find out more on the effects you'll actually use. Yeah, and I think something that is really unique about what we're doing is that all of this, Sonic Drop, Inner Circle, you know, there is no additional fee for all of this. So you you can be on Pro Tools Artist for, you know, a hundred bucks a year mm. and you get a DAW, you get constant samples, you get constant plugins. I mean, I, I don't know, frankly, anything, any other, and maybe, you know, this is hubris, but I don't know any other, uh, certainly DAW or really any other uh, audio production service out there that offers you that much for that little. And it's, it's really unique and it's like, it, frankly, it's really exciting to be a part of. It's a very good point that you make, actually. something that I kind of maybe hadn't quite um, uh, landed with me that, um, of course, this this isn't available to intro users, uh, but it's available to the, the three paid tiers of, of Pro Tools. So it, not only and Ultimate and, and, and Studio, but also Artist. That's mm-hmm. mm, okay. That that's that's an interesting, uh, interesting point. That yeah, needs because to be made. I mean, at the end of the day, like I, I, I mean, this is something I've fought for. You know, I want everyone to have access to this. Mm. That's the most important thing. And I mean, I, I think somewhere along the line, we could probably do you know a, a truncated bit that we could give to intro users periodically. Um, I think that would just be a good idea as far as just getting more people using the sounds. But yeah, ultimately, this is all. I mean, my my focus really is artist, and I want as many people using artists as possible, and just you know, getting people into the pro the Pro Tools ecosystem, and actually you know, getting out of this uh, perception of Pro Tools being untouchable or you know elitist, and actually showing that like, look, you know, we not only are we listening to you, we are you, mm. and I think that's something that's often missed is you know, there is this preconception that. You know, we are we are not artists ourselves, or you know, we are corporate, we're suits, what have you. Mm. And if you look at our team, every pretty much every single one of us, minus you know a programmer here and there, is really like a quite skilled musician. I mean, even one of the sample packs coming in the Sonic Drop, Rob's Basement Beats, that's that's played and recorded by uh, Rob D'Amico, who is Greg's partner, mm. and. And it just, we did it in his basement. You know, he, he mic'd up, set it, you know, he did everything himself, set it over and it sounds great. And it's actually the most traditional of the libraries because it's really just, it's a lot. It's like 270 acoustic drum droves, roughly. I mean, it's, it's a lot. So I think, you know, such a big part of this program too is showing a spotlight on, you know, not only, you know, I guess what, you know, not only are we listening, but, you know, we are you and we've been you. And you know we we are all part of this together. That's that's nice. The, I mean, the, the, taking the idea of it being in house, and if there's um, uh, untapped talent uh, within Avid, then that seems very appropriate um, uh, appropriate uh, route to be able to uh, uh, to use that where appropriate. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, ask how do people get hold of Sonic Drop? Um, as as uh, as far as uh, far as I'm aware, I mean it's distributed via Avid Link, correct? Um, is that the yep. the only way you can get this content, or is it the preferred way? Or um, uh, t- tell us about how how you, how you access this um, uh, this program. Yeah, so so Link will definitely be the preferred way, uh, specifically because the way it's going to be crafted, or the way it is crafted is. Uh, it's uh, meant to be very easy for the for the for the user to kind of browse and see what's available to them, uh, then procure it. Everything is all done in one place. You know, Matt also uh, we should have called this thing the Matt drop, I think, but 
Um, <laughs> that's also created, uh, you know, small 30 second demos, every single one of, of, of the drop. So you can actually preview everything before you download anything. And everything is done within this, within this one, within this one, within link. Now, is it the hey place you can procure your, your content? No, of course you still have, you know, your, my avid account. Uh, you, you can log in and find stuff there if you choose to do so. Mm. Um, but certainly being able to kind of have a, if you want to call it a, a storefront for lack of a better phrase or lack of a better word, just right there in front of you where you can easily access. Uh, we wanted to also feel uh, and, and maybe present it uh, specifically in Avid Lake. Uh, you know, as a DJ, I'm a huge collector of things, whether it's old records, comic books, you know, Depeche Mode, whatever it might be. Um, and I love the idea of, you know, even though we're in a subscription format, I love the idea of presenting something in, 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 in uh, a way that makes it feel like it's tangible and something collectible. Uh, and I think Sonic Drop plays really nicely into that idea. Mm. So Abbott Link is, is where we present that. And uh, that's certainly the, the, the mindset behind it is, you know, again, having it be very easy to procure, but also very easy to browse. And feel like you've got this collection, this nice big juicy collection of things. Uh, I'll add also that there there is a section of the Avid website that is now dedicated to Sonic Drop. Also, yeah. So a landing page. So, yep, a landing page. So that then has you know a pretty you know decent amount of info on each individual pack and as well as the program itself. That's useful to know. Apart from anything else, just because that would be something that, uh, <laughs> um, uh, if if uh, if anyone needs to link to something, then that's a place that they can do it from, which is probably mm-hmm. more difficult in link. Uh, in oh, yeah, too many too many uses no, of the no, word link. Definitely <laughs> link, link to the web. Hey, yeah, no yeah. pun intended, but yeah, 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 link link to the website because yeah, yeah. that's all. That's going to be the most informative thing, and that will also link you, mm. pun intended, directly to Avid Link. God, we got to start using a different word. The Production Expert Podcast is made possible using Source Connect Now from Source Elements, the free way to record high-quality audio over the internet. Need to record an interview or a podcast like this one remotely? With Source Connect Now, you can. Using a Chrome browser, you'll get ISDN-equivalent quality audio without the need to install any additional software. Register for your free account at now.source-elements.com. Okay, so um, uh, when we have a, a brand on a podcast, uh, we always kind of slip in as a closing question. Is there anything that you can share with your plans for the future? And uh, of course, uh, uh, some things, some things you can and some things you can't share. Is there anything that you can share with us today about uh, um, future developments at Avid and Pro Tools? Sure, I, I, I'll try to be not as nebulous as I normally will be, but I'll be somewhat. Will be somewhat nebulous. So the first thing I'd say is, uh, you know, continue to watch this space. I think certainly over the last year, uh, we've been very vocal about uh, our trajectory in terms of music creation, what we want to do there. There's a lot of work to be done. You know, we started seeing it with the with the tiering, the re-tiering, adding, uh, adding uh, you know, the artist tier, adding Pro Tools intro, having, you know, a couple of new instruments. That was just the tip of the iceberg. Very, very, very tip of the iceberg. So we're going to continue expanding on that, obviously, with, you know, Sonic Drop coming online, um, you know, Play Cell being launched. You know, if that doesn't give you a, a strong indicator of where we're headed, uh, it, it should. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll explicitly say there will be more instruments. So uh, if you've not already picked up on the idea of, of uh, the, the, you know, the, the usage of the, the Cell name, um, you know, 
Google Google sample cell, and uh, you know go back in history a little bit, and that's that's where the uh, the idea of using the the, the cell name uh, happened. Um, but cell is going to be more than just instruments. Uh, you know, I, I, and I'll say this explicitly: we have uh, we've talked about it, and we are talking about it. Uh, what if we were able to actually do an entirely new uh, set of effects plugins um, that that follow the same kind of uh, you know uh, thoughts and philosophy in how we approach music creation? So very easy, still great sounding, um, uh, and just you know readily available and uh, kind of immediate um, and cool. So uh, look for that. I won't give a I won't give a date, but I I will say that you know. Uh, we're as a team committed to doing that um and yeah there, there will be more instruments uh, we have two more uh for right now that we've got uh kind of uh vision boarded uh and uh we're looking at that scoping those we want to give the team a nice little rest after play cell and by the way i'll, I'll quickly uh thank uh our team uh we have you know avid is a global company and we've got teams all over the world uh but i specifically want to call out our team uh, teams in the in the Ukraine who have been diligently working whilst being literally bombarded by, you know, by uh, rockets and uh, you know uh, ammo, uh, 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 ammunition fire, these kinds of things. It's been absolutely insane, and they have been nothing but they've just been stellar. So, uh, and they've been very inspirational uh, to all of us. So, I want to just you know tip my hat uh, to that amazing team, and also want to tip. Uh, my hat and say thank you to our our, our collaboration our collaborators who build our instruments with us and that that's the uh, the team uh ujam uh, out of bremen in germany uh, we're very close friends good friends and uh you know they they've been there uh the entire journey of uh, building these instruments uh, with us so i want to say thank you there so lots more to come there i would just say you know there there's a uh, something pretty pretty big uh that we're gonna that we're gonna announce and launch later this year. I will not give a date, but I would simply say, um, you know, watch watch this space. You know, this whole this whole this whole idea of uh, talking and thinking about you know how we build music creation um, in Pro Tools and even maybe a little bit outside of Pro Tools. We're 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 taking it really seriously. So I hope you you know hope folks are seeing that we're taking it seriously. We're things that you're seeing and can kind of uh, you know get your hands on today. Uh, but we're going to take that up uh, uh, an exponential notch, <laughs> wow. uh, I would say, and and that will happen. That there will there will be something that happens this year. I'll, just, I'll leave it at that. Well, that was rather more than the sort of bland uh, response I was <laughs> expecting. So yeah, okay. Um, uh, thank you very much for that. Um, time's getting ahead of us though, so um, we should we should uh, move on. And, and to close the show, we we'll go to Find of the Week. RSPE Audio Solutions design, sell, and install professional audio and video equipment. Their team are available by phone, live chat, or email to receive and process orders. They have everything you need to build or upgrade your home studio to ensure you can continue to work from home. If there is anything they can do to help, reach out or shop online at rspeaudio.com. Okay, so Matt, what is your find of the week? My find of the week was uh, slightly experimental, but uh, and related to everything we've been talking about, because mm -hmm. all I do is play with sound. But um, it was taking this, I have this Jackson eight string guitar and uh, taking a cello bow to it 
which is not easy because you know the strings are not uh arcs at all like they would be on a cello hmm. but um or actually no was it the man oh well no 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 it was the cello yeah or the eight string because i did it with the mandolin too because why not but um then running that through an eventide pitch shifting it down by a couple octaves and remember i mean an a string guitar is already extremely low and mine's tuned to be even lower i have mine set in uh basically drop d in or it's dad gad but you know drop d an octave below a standard drop d okay and uh <laughs> yeah putting putting that I, because why not you know and uh yeah that went through an eventide that gets pitch shifted and then that went into and also a ton of reverb obviously and then that went into an electron analog heat giving it some crutch and it just sounded like you know guttural swells and from the bowels of mordor Excellent. So I, I, I highly recommend people try that. It's really fun. That's yeah. I I, I can see a theme emerging here, but no, uh, that's that sounds like a, a lot of fun. I was like, <laughs> are you sure you want to bring me on, Avid? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have you heard my ringtone? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, Greg, what about you? What's your find of the week? Sure. Yeah, I, I figured I would I would uh, stray from the audio path a little bit, um, mm. but something to me that is very related. So I, I've been a, a practitioner, uh, a martial art practitioner since I was a, a kid, a child, and uh, specifically uh, around uh, uh, traditional Japanese uh, martial arts. I've studied since I was 12. And um, Aikido is is a, a martial art I've been studying for the last seven or so years. Uh, so I, I have a black belt in, in traditional Japanese Jiu-Jitsu. Aikido was a, kind of a natural place where I wanted to go. So um, over the pandemic, that was obviously very tough to get to the to the dojo so i did a lot of reading uh even though i was practicing at home i did a lot of a lot of a lot of reading uh about uh history of aikido uh there there's a lot of great stuff around uh, around that so there was actually a book that is actually being printed right now it's coming out next month uh called aikido pioneers the post-war era it's a very thick big book that covers a lot of the masters post-world war ii um and i pre-ordered it um, but I never owned the pre-war era. There's a, there's a book that was, that, that came before it that was, that was published a couple of years ago. I was able to find, uh, one of the last hardbound, uh, hardcover copies. And I've been going through that over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Stanley Brannon is, uh, who is, uh, I forgot what degree black belt he is, but one of, one of our beloved, uh, masters. Um, and, uh, he's written, I mean, compiled these really amazing interviews. Uh, so I've been going through pre-war era over the last two weeks, and um, it's just been really amazing. And the reason I mention it uh, as the fun of the week, there is a tie to music, and you know, just the whole idea uh, around how uh, martial arts are that in their entire life for me also carries over to how I approach uh, music and music creation, and also uh, how I how I work here at Evan, how I work with my team, uh, and how we build things. Uh, it's it's a it's a whole there's a whole philosophy around um you know you, you know being with those around you and the energy that each thing and each person brings to the table whether that's negative or positive and how you how you uh, interact with all of that uh so that's a very big you know my entire philosophy on how i work uh musically and you know with with uh, matt and with others really centers around uh my you know the philosophy i follow uh, around uh Japanese martial arts in particular. So that that's been my find. That's been a lot of fun 
to, to read through these interviews. I, I feel like mine's just so trivial now. Um, no, 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 don't even do it. Yours is so cool. Yours no, is so cool. Okay, all right. I was. Um, this is. This was basically a chance for me to uh, to reluctantly acknowledge. Um, and this is inviting. Uh, this is basically alienating the majority of the audience of the blog right now because I'm about to say unkind things about American food. But um, uh, basically, it was. <laughs> I went out um, and uh, had a bar snack uh, a few days ago, and um, it was kimchi grilled cheese. And I would. I. I had never occurred to me. I love kimchi. I absolutely adore kimchi in a kind of slightly sort of love-hate relationship because I can never figure out whether or not it's gross, but I want to keep trying it to fi- to finally decide, so much so that I'll finish a bowl and I still don't know, so I'll have another. So it probably looks the same as really liking it. Anyway, it never occurred to me that it, it, that that heat and that acid and the you know, it cut through the, the kind of greasiness of uh, melted cheese incredibly well. Um, however... It's prompted a conversation with my partner, and she was and she was saying this is really nice, a bit of sourdough, and it was so brown and toasty on the outside. And she said, "Well, um, uh, how have they got it like that?" And I said, "Oh, I know this because what they do over there is uh, they don't use butter on the outside; they, they they use some mayonnaise, and it browns up really nicely." So uh, this was a total game changer, and I wish I hadn't really shared that because uh, we have been indulging since. But yeah, well done, America. <laughs> With the with the grilled cheese and and putting the uh, putting the mayonnaise on the outside, but also well done, Korea for kimchi because that's just a win. So yeah, excellent Hello, stuff. Hallelujah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. We're going to have to wind things up. So thank you very much to my guests, Greg and Matt. We'll be back next week with another edition of the Production Expert Podcast. <laughs>